Hello and welcome back to the Grazia Life Advice podcast. This week we're hearing advice from an influencer and season seven Love Islander. My name's Kaz, I'm a fashion blogger, recent contestant in Love Island and I'm this week's guest on Grazia's Live Advice podcast. Kaz Kamway talks about being the kind of person who plans Christmas presents three months in advance and she gets honest about what she struggled with most in the Love Island villa. With the villa, it was a massive thing to let go of control because you have no choice but to do that. Yeah. It's a life challenge at the end of the day. She tells us what she learned from her experience and those pearls of wisdom that she's passed on to her friends. Every time I get stressed out or overwhelmed or don't really know what's going on, I always think, hold on, right, let's just gain some perspective here and then address things one by one. And as ever, she shares the worst advice she ever got. Advice that she says could have set her life on a very different path. Someone once said to me not to wear colour. Had I listened to that, oh my goodness, I'd be a whole different woman right now. It was so great to chat with Kaz. I really, really enjoyed it. She was full of energy and positivity and had so much to share. I hope you enjoy it too. Hi Kaz, thanks so much for joining us today on the podcast. It's great to have you on. How are you? Hi Lottie, thank you for having me. Um, I'm excited. I'm doing really well, thank you. Yeah, are you getting that sort of running up to Christmas, busy every night kind of thing that lots of us are going through at the moment? (laughs) So literally, my birthday is on the 27th of October. I always go through the birthday hype. As soon as Halloween's over, I'm like, right, now I'm in the swing of Christmas. First of November, it's basically Christmas. Have you got your tree up already? Not quite yet. Uh, my mom and I want to get a new one this year, actually. Yeah. It's more, I have my Christmas um, presents list ready. That's ready. <laughs> Never. You, what, you've done all of your Christmas shopping already? No, I haven't quite. I've start, I haven't started the shopping, but I've put things, um, links in my baskets. So I'm basically ready to get everything. You are so organised. Wow. Inspirational. Ridiculous. I love it. I love well, it, honestly. That's your first piece of life advice, basically. Get going with Christmas early. Get those links yeah. saved. But actually, um, you are here to tell us some maybe more worldly life advice. And and your first piece of life advice, Kaz, is, um, is a really interesting one. And it is that people's opinions are background noise. Could you tell me a bit about yeah. that? Um, of course. So this is probably my favorite piece of advice and it's the one I probably share with uh, my friends family and anyone who will listen the most to be honest I have I heard this years and years ago when I was in uni it's basically background noise I equivalent to like ambient noises so you know like the everyday stuff you don't really register like winds crowds traffic office noise we all know it happens but we don't sit there and say oh my gosh this is so annoying unless it's really really loud and I equate that to the same negative advice or opinions people might like give I'm like if I can ignore the traffic I'm pretty sure I can use the exact same energy to ignore and drown out people's opinions Mm. and obviously sometimes it naturally gets really overwhelming and it becomes noticeable the same as like really loud um, traffic really loud office noises and that can distract you but for the most part, I just tend to kind of drown it out. That sounds so healthy. Has it been a process getting to that point? Or have you always been able to do that? Oh, it's definitely a process. I've had to learn to pick and choose my battles mm-hmm. <laughs> over the years. And I think that's another piece of advice people give me. Um, you can't confront everything. You can't get back to everyone. And also, everyone is entitled to their own opinions. So I think it's just picking and choosing when and not to acknowledge yeah. that. absolutely and the thing about background noise I find is um when it stops 
that's when you notice it. You're like, oh, it's suddenly really quiet. Like if a drilling stops or, and I, I'm interested in if it's the same with, um, with that kind of low level negativity or, or feedback that you're getting that when it, when it stops, you're suddenly like, oh, wow, I feel this sense of like freedom. Yeah, naturally. And I think if you ignore anything for long enough, eventually you're like, hold on a minute, there was once a day when that was like, I paid attention to that. And you start to recognize and I think that's when you can see progress that you've Mm. made. When you start looking at how much you pay attention to and don't pay attention to or what you do give your attention to and what you do ignore. Absolutely. It must have been crazy coming out of Love Island and then suddenly having like, loads of random people intruding into your space and your life in a way and, and it sounds like that was a really healthy way to manage it yeah like it was the best the best thing I could have done for myself I think coming out I'll always appreciate every single person because so many people have been so loving and so supportive and I would never ever like not acknowledge that but obviously it's part and parcel you do get some opinions that are more negative and it's like oh I don't really want that I don't really need that um so I think I used that to kind of learn how to kind of just control myself my emotions and what I do and don't respond to what I take on board and what I don't take on board so I think that really helped me a lot but it's definitely a daily practice yeah for sure um Kaz what's your second piece of life advice okay so my second one is actually not to shy away from speaking your mind Mm. um and to always stand up for yourself but to try and do it with as much love grace and respect as you can (laughs) um that's the one and who 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 kind of gave you that advice and um what has it meant for you throughout your life so I actually got this one from both my mom and my dad all those words from both of them I just put into one sentence well two sentences technically they've always naturally just raised me to stand up for myself and have my own back and because I am the oldest of um, four siblings, I think they've always looked to me as well to be able to stand up for my siblings as well and protect them. Mm. But with standing up for yourself, I think there is a way to do it um, because there's no point in being overly passive aggressive and overly rude towards people. Otherwise, the point gets lost and then it becomes a whole new um, issue. So I think it's always remembering to contain that. And the best ways is to think of Every time I speak to people, I try my hardest, not perfect, but I always try my hardest to use some love, use some grace and just add elements of respect into the conversation. It's like kind of speaking into the mirror, isn't it? Mm. And when you speak up for yourself as a woman and particularly as a black woman, do you feel that society judges you as assertive or fierce or all of these words that white men, for example, don't get leveled at them if they're quote unquote assertive in the same way yeah you know what funny you use the word assertive as far and as as I can remember I've always been called an assertive person I think up and even when I was a teenager people would be like you're very assertive and I used to be like assertive I think I googled and I was like yeah I'm sure of myself but sometimes I now as I've grown older um, I recognize the different discrepancies of descriptions that I receive um, because I am a black woman and I'm like ooh is this fair? Is this not fair? Um, But I just try and take the positives out of things. Um, So yeah, it's crazy that I actually used to write down um, the word assertive as a quality of one of mine when I was in school. Good for you. I love that. Honestly, I'd be like, I'm bubbly, I'm fun and I'm assertive. (laughs) That's so good. I think the important thing is to take the the power, take the power back. Mm. 
Your third piece of advice is to keep a childlike heart and uh, have a childlike spirit. I love this. Can you tell me a bit more about what it means to you? Yeah. So when I say it's a childlike spirit is far from being childish. I think having a childlike spirit, this was all um, my grandma's um, teachings, to be honest. And it was just about still having an innocence about you when he comes and even just about life in general. I think as we got older, um, it gets more stressful, it gets more hectic and we all have more responsibility. So it's quite hard to remain playful when you've got so much demanding um, things to attend to. Adulting adulting it's, it's very <laughs> stressful it's very serious and so I think it's important to have some elements of playfulness and and just just an innocence in your spirit in general as you conduct yourself whether that's with friends with family just so that you don't lose the magic of life yeah um, I think it's very very easy to get lost um, in the everyday and then become very hardened mm. um, so I think it's just fun yeah I'm sorry I think yeah. it's just nice to be able to just Take the fun elements of life. And that must have really been a spirit that carried you through being on Love Island, of just having fun with it, being playful, not taking the whole thing too seriously. Would that um, be right? That is, I think that literally summed my time up in there. I just stayed myself. Like I always say, I'm a massive ball of energy. <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone around me will take will soak up the energy that I have. So when I'm really, really happy, everyone's really, really happy and notices it. When I'm really, really sad, people notice that as well. And I'm subconsciously aware of that as well. But for the most part, when I was in that, I almost felt like I was in just an extended holiday. I was like, <laughs> I'm having the time of my life. <laughs> Don't know what everyone's talking about. It's quite fun. Um, and I think it also just relieves pressure and stress as well. Um, being able to just enjoy yourself. Totally. Yeah, you're so, you're so right. I mean, so much of life can just feel like heavy and hard and particularly coming through the pandemic and everything that we're dealing with now um, whether we're dealing with that you know as being women as being black women as being queer women you know it all layers upon layers upon layers of like the burden that we carry with us throughout life and sometimes to just shake off that and be playful and have some fun is is almost kind of empowering in itself isn't it yeah no it really is and I think it really takes you back to just that inner child that was in you. Because I think as you get older, people tell you so many things and you lose sight of like hopes and dreams you once had. Mm. And I think when you keep that in you, like that little fire, it just makes things so much lighter. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I find it quite healthy. We're just going to go for a quick break, but we will be right back with Kaz's fourth piece of life advice. And we are back with Kaz, who has been talking to us about her um, very wise, actually, I've got to say, life advice. And we're back with her fourth piece of advice, which is, Kaz, could you share your fourth piece with us? Of course. Um, so the fourth piece of advice I have is there is strength in your softness. Ooh, I like that. Who said that? So, do you know what? Funny story. I have a quotes tab saved on my Instagram. Over the years, I've just added loads of different things to it. And sometimes I go back into it just if I'm like, oh, I'd like to like read some positive things today, read some affirmations and stuff. And I came across this one and I was like, okay, yep, this one's been screenshotted in my phone as well. And initially I just saw an Instagram and I was like, okay, whatever. And then I realized that it actually comes from um, Rupi Kaur's um, Milk and Honey poem. It's one of her poems and literally the words in her poem are literally to be soft is to be powerful 
seven words that I will never, ever, ever forget. That's the Rupi Kaur poem, right? Yeah. And in what, what does being soft mean to you? Because I think sometimes it has a bit of a bad rep, doesn't it, being soft? People think it means being weak or um, a pushover. Yeah. So for me, like you said, I think sometimes I've always said, oh, people take my kindness for weakness. Like, I don't like this. What's going on? Maybe I should be more tough. Maybe I should be more hard. But I'm just not like that. Mm. Like, I'm really not like that. I remember my first um, ever driving lesson I ever had. My instructor was like, you need to be more tough. You're too soft. And I was like, so offended by that. Right. <laughs> and, I, and I think for about a month, I tried to be some like big, tough girl for like ages. I was like 18 at the time. And it just wasn't working out for me. I was mm. like, I'm trying to change who I am. My communication is getting awful with people because this is just not who I am to the core. Um, I am quite soft. I am quite mushy. And I think I was raised with a lot of <laughs> soft love. So over the years, I've had to learn and understand what tough love actually is mm-hmm. and not cry at it or get offended by it. But I think there is so much powerfulness in being soft because for me, being soft allows me to be vulnerable and allows me to, I naturally wear my heart on my sleeve. Mm. Um, and I think it takes a lot of strength to be able to do that because not everybody opens up, you know? And I think for me, that's why I think it makes me a strong person. So I don't shy away from that. And I think everyone gives and receives love in completely different ways. Mm. And there is absolutely nothing wrong with doing so in a soft way. And in your relationship, has that been something that you've had to sort of navigate together with your boyfriend? Or have you both, do you both share that approach? We're actually, when I think about it, we actually are both very soft. (laughs) (laughs) I think he definitely takes the crowd of um, being more of the tough one. And sometimes I think that is important. You need to strike that balance because you do need someone who's able to be like, right, this is how we need to do this or just put a foot down. Yeah. Um, Otherwise, I just skate through life and get my way. Do you know what I mean? That's not a way to live, is it? <laughs> I learned that very quickly in the villa. Can't always get your way, Kaz. Can't always be in control. Yeah. Um, and I think it's just nice to have that balance. I think it's very nice to have a balance. Totally. You mentioned control there, and I just wanted to pick up on that quickly because it sounds like I've met... I've been chatting to you for like 15 minutes but I already have a sense of you from um, putting your links for your Christmas presents on your phone and screen grabbing your quotes that you're somebody that likes to be in control of your environment and be the sort of agent of your own destiny I just as somebody I think that is also like that I just can imagine that going into the Love Island house was such a relinquishing of control and just being like yeah I literally am giving myself up to this experience now and I, yeah. there's not much I can do other than be myself in the house. Did, yeah. Was that something that was difficult for you? Oh, 100%. I'm sorry. <laughs> I love being in control of stuff. Like, I like to know what is going on, what to expect. Even in life where I yeah. can't control things, I'm like, I will try my hardest because I hate letting go of the reins. Um, but in the same, in the same um, breath, I prefer to just relax sometimes and let others lead. Mm-hmm. And I think with the villa, it was a massive thing to let go of control because you have no choice but to do that. Yeah. Um, and I think that was probably one of my big... It's, it's, a, it's a life challenge at, at the end of the day, um, letting go of fear. Because I think the reason I like to control things is, is that it's that, that fear 
of things going wrong or leaving things in the hands the hands of others. I prefer doing things on my own. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I think being in the villa and just letting go of everything was probably one of the best things I've genuinely actually done. It's allowed me to be able to just give the reins to other people. It's part and parcel of being flexible as well. And also, it's not that bad letting other people um, take some element of control to things. It lightens the burden. For but sure. Yeah. I'm not perfect, though. I still like things like a certain way. And I'm like, oh, gosh. <laughs> I get that. I don't want to totally give that, that away. Um, yeah. And it comes with a risk, doesn't it? So, yeah. The only thing I could do in there was be myself. Yeah. Your fifth piece of advice is that small things matter. Where did you learn this and what does it mean to you? Yeah, so I watched, um, have you ever watched The Butterfly Effect? I think I have done years ago though, so I know the concept, but yeah, remind me. Yeah, so I watched this years ago as well. Um, But what I had taken it from it is our everyday actions affect what's going to happen in the future. And for me, when I live life, everyone always asks me if I live with any regrets. And I'm always just like, no, 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 I have no regrets. Because if I did something different, I wouldn't be where I am. And that brought me down to realize all my actions up until like today have led to like, for example, everything I've done has led to us being on this podcast. Mm. So I always think every single day, everything I do actually matters in one way or another, no matter how minuscule it is. Um, the outfit that's so wise it's so crazy isn't it sometimes Mm. I'm like the outfit I pick to wear sometimes can depict my mood at the end of the day and it's like those little things make such a bigger um they add to the bigger picture yeah it can be Um, mind-blowing sometimes can't it though when you think about it like if you didn't just get on that train at that exact time and bump into that person then this would never have happened or something like that and that's exactly what it is so I think all I try to do is make the best decisions for myself in each moment. You can't predict the future and you can't tell the future. I think we'd all love to be able to do that, but it doesn't work like that. So the only thing I ever say to myself is to make the best decision for myself right now and think of potential impact it could have. I won't know exactly what it is, but as long as I've made peace with what I'm doing now, <laughs> I can accept like anything going forward, be it consequences or like, you know, accomplishments from it. And that's just how that goes. Wow. Um, Could you share your last piece of good advice with us? Okay, so my final piece of good advice, this is the most recent advice I've taken on board and I'm going to take forever into my life, Mm -hmm. is to put things back into perspective. Uh So while I was in um, Love Island, obviously you have um, psych sessions and I think I was in one and I was like, I'm so overwhelmed. Like, there's just, I, I want my friends, I want my family. Like, there's too much going on. I love everyone in the villa, but I'm tired. I want to be able to order a pizza. Honestly, that was what I was saying in there. Right. Um, I was like, I miss shopping. I just want to do the everyday things. This is stressful. So I'm ready to go home. And they were like, yeah, just put things back into perspective. <laughs> let's just, let's just reel it back a little bit. And I think mm-hmm. every time I get stressed out or overwhelmed or don't really know what's going on I always think hold on right let's just gain some perspective here and then address things one by one and that helped me so much in the villa and it's helped me so much since coming out and I've shared it with like my best friends and it's helped them as well and it's just something Mm. that's become basically a practice of mine now every single Mm. time yeah I think that's such good advice because yeah so many things can just feel overwhelming in the moment can't they and then when you just think okay this is one day out of a whole life that's been chaotic or 
bad or whatever, I can put that into some perspective and it can really help. Yeah, honestly, and it makes your experience in general in life just so much easier and so much better. So yeah, I stopped worrying too much and I'm such a perfectionist as well. It's really helped me with that. So I'm literally like, nope, let's, let's just, let's just do things as they are. If I try and make things perfect, I'm never going to do anything. Yeah. You've given us so much good advice today. I genuinely feel quite inspired from talking to you. And um, I think like incredibly wise and so great that you came out of that show with all of these positives and all of these things that you can put into practice in your own life. So, but now, um, could you hit us with your piece of bad advice, please? Oh, my bad advice. Okay, so someone once told me not to wear colour. Uh-huh. They were like, Why? yeah, your outfit would be so much better if it was just solid, if you're just in an all-black outfit or an all-neutral outfit, it looks more professional. And I was like, but can't I, like, do that with, like, some colour in there? And they were like, no, colour's just very, like, young and childish. And I'm like, um, first of all, I am young. <laughs> and second of all, I think I look really good in colour. And in all honesty... I think I received that when I was about 16 and I've been ignoring it since then. <laughs> Good for you. I have for been, sure. Honestly, if I had listened to that, I would not even be like half of who I am today. I match my eyeshadow to my coloured outfits. I'm like, I can't believe someone once said to me not to wear colour. Had I listened to that, oh my goodness, I'd be a whole different woman right now. Well, yeah, it'd be the butterfly effect again, wouldn't it? It exactly. would have just been like this really drab, like wearing black person that never went on love island do you know what i mean and i was literally in color pretty much every single night what kaz what's your favorite bold colored outfit that you own currently oh i think right so my favorite color is pink but Mm -hmm. but when it comes down to like dressing i love an orange and blue color block that is my favorite color block moment Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. It's honestly been really, really great chatting to you. And I hope you have a really good rest of the day and get going with those Christmas Christmas lists quick. (laughs) It's my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Um, Yeah, I'm going to basically be shopping. That is my life. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Kaz. Bye-bye. You as well. Bye. Our Kaz Kamwi. It was so great to speak with her and to get her perspective on life. I really enjoyed it and I hope you did too. I know we say this every episode, but it's so important to us. If you can, please like, share and review Grazia Life Advice wherever you get your podcasts. It really helps us to reach new audiences and to get the word out. Bye for now.